0: I wanted to start this off by acknowledging specific ancient monoliths that resonated 111 Hertz and they're known as sleep temples people would be brought there and they would essentially be put into a state of hypnosis told that their illness is gone and then come back a month later and get unhypnotized and this is essentially like resonance therapy but using specific geographical locations You could call it a vortex. You could call it um, a piezoelectric hotspot where it's extremely condensed. Ley lines essentially would be wrong because that's more of a grid pattern. This is um, very spontaneous and it only has specific angles. It's kind of um, a different type of geometry, we could say. It's funny how hypnosis essentially is like a psychologist, how they can induce this type of trance-like state in order to fix the imbalance that has been the whole reason why there had been conflict or something hindering underneath the surface that needed to be dealt with. And I think that speaks volumes for disease as well. Because disease is just like a sickness of the mind. You could be convinced you're sick and actually make yourself sick. Kind of like the nocebo effect and the placebo effect. Nocebo effect is very easy to fall into. Placebo effect is very hard to accomplish because you have to convince yourself entirely of something without having any of the negative thoughts bring the nocebo effect back into play. It also matters on how you see yourself. Like, if you could initiate the halo effect, which is like, the more well dressed you are, the better people perceive the things that you have to say, because they believe, oh, he's dressed well, he or she is dressed well, and they believe that that person is more intelligent because they're not dressed in in rags or look like they're homeless or anything like that. So our perception of ourself really has a role on our own personal development. Because without that, we don't really have much to go off of when we're trying to orchestrate a specific change within our mind or within the world that we live in. And hypnotism is extremely interesting. Because if you're able to hypnotize yourself, like transcendental meditation pathworking tattoos you know i think that that would be better because you'd be more comfortable with yourself than you would be a complete stranger that knows the inner workings of the mind and although i'm not i'm not going against it i just i just know that this specific exercise when you put your left in your hand your left and your right hand is together. If your right thumb sits over top of your left thumb, you're harder to be hypnotized, or, or you can't be hypnotized. But if your left thumb is over your right, that means that you're more easily hypnotized. Whether you're left-handed or right-handed, that's just the way that your hands come together and you're comfortable with it, you do it without thinking. So with that in mind, there's a lot of different types of tells. Um, somebody that that is not Eve. Um, they are so so easily hypnotized. Even. Even the littlest thing, can can set them off. That's that's usually the people that are in the crowd, um, when the hypnotist is, is, inducing the trance and they end up hypnotized completely by accident. (coughs) They're just so open-minded and and ready to grasp onto anything with with an absolute type of faith that I think that kind of pulls them into a different world. The same world that the hypnotist was trying to have everybody that volunteered become a part of. So um it's interesting how many healing modalities are out there and how little of them are used today but they're coming out of the coming out of the <laughs> social abyss you could say giving birth to new avenues of thought I was pretty excited to hear that um that mycelium, magic mushrooms, is going to be legalized in Canada soon here. I wish that it'd be decriminalized, but I think it would be totally amazing to have a multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies coming out of Canada and being able to work with um, the locals and being able to have some statistics put on paper. Because it's been really great um, doing my own experimentation uh, with mycelium. South African trans ski mushrooms were probably my favorite. Um, they were a more tribal aspect, and they were extremely strong. One gram had, had thro- thrown me for a loop for about four hours, and uh, the other gram ended up hitting me really hard. I ended up lasting for six hours, but I was conscious, but I was still pulling in streams of color. I was able to see things and I was experiencing things. I needed to be in complete darkness and it's like the whole entire room was completely lit up. And it's amazing. <coughs> it's truly amazing for all the studies that have been done on post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, uh, social anxiety, depression. Um, even the people that um, that I've met that have done microdosing and how their cognitive function had substantially been escalated to the point where they felt like they couldn't have a normal conversation anymore, like there was no such thing as small talk. And when I first did mine, mine lasted two weeks. And I just felt like I seen the nature of everything, I appreciated everything so much more and I looked at every living thing like I recognized a part of myself within it. And I thought that that was the coolest part. And that was the coolest aspects as far as, like, self-healing goes. Because here, uh, we get a fair amount of winter. Not as much as, like, up north. And not, like, crazy snowstorms and stuff, like, maybe once every ten years or so. But um, it's, it's just amazing how even if it was a seasonal depression, uh, because most people are lacking vitamin D and they have to cover up all the time and they can't find a significant source of it that isn't bastardized in some way, um, even that can be turned around and then turned into a positive and given a new perspective on the way to look at things and different approaches for the same thing. It's like Einstein saying, doing the same thing and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity, but if you can change your perspective on what you have done a million times over, ultimately you're changing absolutely everything. That's another, that's another way that um, Albert Einstein can be kind of swept under the rug or kind of written off the same way that Tesla was. Only Tesla was the person that they should have actually given that uh, specific title to. But it's interesting. A lot of uh, healing modalities like hypnosis and pulsing electromagnetic field therapy and... um, even neurohermetics, how they're planting electrodes on people's brain to spike in certain areas, and then understanding that psychology and specifically MKUltra, um, a program that was used to essentially control people's minds, but also try to unlock specific abilities so that they could replicate it in a different type of circumstance. If you essentially programmed yourself to begin with, with this type of consciousness, you could deprogram and reprogram with a whole new type of consciousness. And as this continues, you could either be going through a slow prog, like a slow um, escalation, or it could be a series of repetitiously evolving and growing into something that is (laughs) Higher than a skyscraper. What other way could you put it? Astronomical, perhaps? It's strange that people don't give themselves enough time and attention, or even solitude, to be able to pull new opportunities out of the same mundane one. It's not necessarily about hope. Or faith I think it's more about loving yourself having self-respect and having enough of it to be able to show other people the same thing within reason of course not everybody deserves it but um, it's not for them that's not a that's not a gift that you can give away to the people that it will just throw it back in your face it's, <laughs> it's not worth it but um, Going back to the healing part, I think everybody does need a lot of healing, (coughs) a lot of healing. More than just like walking on the earth barefoot, more than clean oxygen to be able to breathe that doesn't cost you money by huffing it out of a tank, or even a VOG mask or the other ones where you put it on, it basically filters out all of the heavy metals uh, and other nanoparticulates can get into your body and obstruct your breathing, causing uh, COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. I was actually pretty upset with this book, um, How Not to Die, because they didn't even have an understanding of COPD. They didn't have an understanding of a lot of different things. They're basically saying you can cure anything with plants. But then if you um, looked at the lab studies... Uh, You can take anything that you want and send it into CWC labs and they'll test it and they have a half a million dollar machine for glyphosate and they test for glyphosate and test for absolutely everything and they do free samples like you could send as much as you want you just pay shipping and um, the levels of glyphosate in in fruit that was bearing a lot of water like celery nasty just as nasty as corn. Were, apples were pretty bad, but uh, since the seeds were on the very inside, um, it didn't really denature it. Uh, strawberries, really, really bad. But it's just crazy how people assume something, and then they don't want to validate it. They just want to continue believing what they believe. And life's weird that way. Some people don't want to heal. They're in love with being hurt and feeling the pain, whether they numb it or not. So ultimately, I think we all need to do a lot more healing, whether it's of ourselves or the people we surround ourselves with.